Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. But doesn't she have a dupe this? Yeah, she, she dupes everything. I told her I am looking for this Chanel lip gloss. I got it in a gift basket. I went in a raffle. Was so she able to help you? I don't know. I'm still waiting on it. So, Bella, come through. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers, and I'm a body-positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This, this is, is Life in Spanglish. Spanglish. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Okay. You love testing these microphones, don't I you? I know. I just want to make sure, because sometimes I can't even believe my life right now. What is your life right now, Carolina? I can't even believe that I got to meet Noonie, and I look so busted. I know you didn't want to be in on <laughs> You're this, You're gorgeous, I though. Care. No, I just went well, to Well, the outfit workout. is kind of crazy. Thank you, but I'm just like, whatever. I don't even care right now, because Noonie is here. And, and you finally I, got to meet him. I'm such a fangirl. Like, she do love you. Most of the time we talk about you is because she brings you up. Yes, because I want to know. She wants to know how you'd be reacting to my craziness. I can guarantee that you would not have the same reaction if you met Mark. I feel <laughs> like if you met Mark, you would be like, sup. But no, like I would probably me, be like, oh, handshake. I was like, no, Nia, oh my goodness. He loves he's you so too. Cute. <laughs> oh, he's a Taurus baby. He is a Taurus. Yes, we just celebrated our birthdays. You guys are stubborn people, I'll tell you that much. We are. It's part of the sign. It's 100%. Andrew is one, too. You're one, too? I didn't realize that. Oh, your birthday was earlier this month. So Andrew is back. We missed him. He was away for a minute. But um, yeah, somebody actually thinks he's responsible enough to be a godfather, which that is a whole other episode. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like, that's such an honor. 
to have a family look at you and say, God forbid, if something happens, like you are in charge. I have a bunch of godchildren. You do? I have like seven godchildren. Really? And I, I always think it's because they feel like I would like discipline these kids to the core. I think you have to find a certain person that would definitely... <laughs> follow through on the practices and the teachings of the family. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a giant responsibility for real. And then also my mom always says, and you know that God is watching too. Like, you know, it's like almost like <sighs> don't you watch me, eyes. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um so we had a great weekend this past week. And um Did now... we travel anywhere? I feel so spoiled because I feel like every time we come together we're talking about one of us went no. away. You know what? I had a super low key weekend. It was birthday. It was your weekend. birthday. Yes. And it was like just kid activities. It was like Noah had baseball, Asher had soccer, then we had lacrosse, and then we went out to dinner. So it wasn't really anything you like that. You took the that. kids to dinner with you? No, hell no. No, oh, okay. we enjoyed ourselves. <laughs> I had some spicy margaritas. Ooh. But yeah, it's like as you get older, I realized, you know. We were at the dinner table, and normally you would be talking about, like, what do you and your friends talk about when you go out? Like, geez, man, like, what? You gossip about the other people? It's weird. We talk about a lot of couple stuff. Okay. We like to share, like, struggles. Like, does he do this? Yes. Does she do that? Yes. Then we people watch a lot. Okay. So we try to we um try to figure out, like, what's going on with other couples. Yeah. And we you tend make up their own stories. Yeah, like we'd be stories. like, oh, you know, that's her sugar daddy. Oh, you know, that's 90 Day Fiance going on over there. So we people watch. We're real chismosos. I'm not even going to lie to you. Well, we talked about reflux. I'm not even going to lie. Okay, that's how you know you're getting old. We Who had reflux? <laughs> First of all, I have reflux. And one of the guys that came to dinner with us, Dr. Marwell, I was like, Dr. Marwell, what do you think is best for my reflux? She over here having a consultation at the dinner table. I cannot stand you. I said, that's how you know you're old. You're not even talking about like pop culture or current events. I am talking about my Mexican repeating on me. And this is where I just have to, I said, this is... No, Listen, you saved you home. saved on a copay. I did for sure. That twenty five dollars, <laughs> it'll get you. Uh, no, so anyway, we had a great weekend. I was looking forward to coming back and talking to you because you posted something on your Instagram mm -hmm. that I think is so true in today's day and age. And would you read it for me? Because it was like, what is it? A meme or was it? Just yeah, it's kind of like it's up? like a meme. It says, um, "Stop calling your busy friends fake. We're not seventeen anymore. Um, efforts have responsibilities." Okay. So here's the thing. Whenever you were younger, you would always be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so busy. I don't think I've ever been as busy as I am now. Neither have I. And that doesn't mean that I don't want to be your friend. That just means I, I love have you way still. too much on my plate. Yeah. And, you know, single friends can put a lot of pressure on you. Exactly. And they don't understand the same like, you know, I have friends who are mom friends that don't have jobs. So, you know, not to say that they are any less responsible or any less busy than I am. They have different responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different level. You know, I have friends who are working but are single. They're still trying to find their boyfriends or whatever. So it's like, you know, I think that we're so harsh on each other and so critical but yet, it's like we want people to do that same thing for us. Like, give me a break. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it's crazy because people now in the world of, like, Instagramming, they always want to be out. People always want to be posting. And I went to the Rosé Mansion, and I was on a rooftop, and I was here, and I was there. And they want to do it with you because you're their friends. Right. But they got to understand, we have so much more, you know, going on. Right. And sometimes, like, my single friends are sometimes the people that give me more pressure when it comes to, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not fake. I'm not disconnected. I'm not being a bad friend. I just have to do my laundry. Right. Because exactly. I didn't get to do it because I work six days a week. So we have to give people, you know, 
some leeway. I find that my friends sometimes are who are critical, it's because they're going through something. You know what I mean? Because and they, they want, need me. Yeah. And they need me and they want me there and they want my full attention. But it's like, you know, and this is no disrespect, but it's just like, get in line. There are, <laughs> you know, there's my husband who needs me. There's these two little humans, my babies that need me. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, work needs me. And oh, there's also me in the mix. Like sometimes I need self-care and it's getting so much harder to juggle. But that really spoke to me because it's like, we're not teenagers anymore. We're not. Like, we've got a mortgage to pay. I've got who like- paid Notes, insurance, like, you know, so I just think it's a very good thing to check people with. You know what and, I mean? And this brings me to this. Should you only be friends with people that have similar lifestyles than you do? You know, because sometimes if you're a married woman with a bunch of single friends, like, eek. yeah, it's weird. They're going to expect things from you that you might not be able to do or like. You know, I luckily have my husband's very lenient and he's very like understanding, but I have mm-hmm. some married couples that they will not travel without each other. Oh wow. Yeah, like you know, my wife doesn't go on girls' trips and I don't go on guys' trips. There's all they types must have of different that arrangement. Yeah, there's all types of different dynamics, you yeah. know, which brings me to like sometimes when you're friends with people that have similar lifestyles, they tend to be a little bit more understanding. It's like yeah. I can tell one of my friends that are in relationships or married, like, I just had a fight with my man, like I'm not coming. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, Girl, I understand. A single friend might be like, you just fucked up my night. I was dressed. I have this outfit. You're so foul. Who cares? Talk about it tomorrow. Because they haven't been through that type of a relationship or that level of like, you know, when when you're not vibing with your man and Mm -hmm. something happens and you can be honest with somebody it's like one of my girlfriends she was having an issue with her husband and they were supposed to meet us after and she was like girl I'm not even gonna lie to you we are having an issue and I like it's just better for us to not bring our energy around and I was like are you okay it wasn't like I was pissed no not at all it was more just like girl is everything all right and then you understand you know but that's because you're also married and Mm -hmm. but if it would have been a single girlfriend she might have been like you just ruined my plans now my Saturday night is ruined I have nothing to do so I am of the belief, especially in these past like few years, like I've been married uh, two and a half years, that your friends should have similar lifestyles to you I know, in, in so order to be in order to be understanding. Yeah. You know, it's like my friend that might be, you know, doesn't work, might not understand why I work so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and luckily, a lot of my friends are in relationships and they all have jobs and they have kids and they understand their responsibilities. But I can see myself, you know, maybe having a, a single friend that wants to do something every single day and me not being available and that person not being happy with me. But then you move. That's where you drift apart. And that's where mm-hmm. I say, like, the real friends, the real people that truly love you they don't mind if they don't see you every day for three months they're just like when they get to see you they're like oh my gosh and I say that like and it makes me feel a little bit it's not being selfish but it's just that's the reality of the life that we live now it is you know what I mean like we can't just be hanging out having beers in Hoboken anymore like I'm sorry I just can't do it you know that's what I say I can't be uptown on Dykeman every single night I have to take the train home yes I live far now I'm not you know 30 minutes away exactly but that also brings me to how many times a month do you see your friends like does it does do you have like oh my god it's been three weeks i gotta see my friends no it just varies whenever i can fit it in i gotta be honest or sometimes we'll even do play dates that's a good thing about play having dates mom is good friends. yeah, yeah play dates because then your kids play they get tired and you get to have some wine and you don't have to that's find like a babysitter a yeah yeah like you're there you have a couple glasses of wine like whatever nobody's driving but um but yeah that's really kind of my 
social calendar now. It's so different from what it used to be. Like, I don't meet people for drinks anymore, like on a Thursday or Friday night, especially with morning hours. You have stuff to do. That's the other thing, too. It's like my my schedule, because I get up at 345. You get up at night. way different. <laughs> I literally get up at night. And so that's the hardest part about it is trying to find people who are understanding that, sorry, I can't meet you out on Wednesday at the new Cuban restaurant because... Yeah. It's just not happening. And with us, industry events are crazy. It's like every single day there could be an event for us to go to. Oh, absolutely. You just went to the Wu-Tang Museum. Yes. I, I was a little jealous. I know. It was I so cute. You would have went? Along. I would have tagged along if I could have. You see, now I... I'm going to have to invite you to everything and let you shut me down. Oh, please do. Because I, I hate to be that person that is like, do you want to go to this? No. Do you want to go to this? No. no then after no. a while, I'm like, okay, maybe they don't want to go to anything with me. Do you stop asking? It's not I a personal I do stop thing. asking. That's the thing. It's like, it's not personal. Don't take it I personal? Get, no, don't. Carolina is that person that says, invite me to everything just so I can say no. That's No, that's not the truth. <laughs> Wait, but I will tell you this. I reached out to Bella on the side, and I Ooh. did feel a little bit sneaky about it. It's okay. Because were you I guys wanted... planning something for me? No, we were just oh. looking for a lip gloss. <laughs> I said, Here we I are. I told her, what, doesn't she have a dupe this? She, she dupes everything. I told her I am looking for this Chanel lip gloss. I got it in a gift basket. I went in a raffle. Was so she able to help you? I don't know. I'm still waiting on it. So, Bella, come through. She better get on her and Carmen San Diego job and <laughs> <laughs> investigate the lip gloss. It, we will post it for you for sure. And I know that Bella's on the case. So definitely. I love that she um, finds like a cheaper alternative or a different version. Yeah, she does because, you know, her blog is more about, you know, empowering, helping. Yeah. And she understands not everybody has, you know, all this extra money to go buy a like, $150 eyeshadow palette. You know, some girls like, I'm going to CVS. And whatever Revlon has, that is all I'm wearing. Well, no, you know what it is? I'll invest in, like, good things like foundation and stuff like that. But then it's like with eye makeup or eyeliners, I'm not spending 45 bucks on an yes. eyeliner. I'll spend maybe... 15 but like really? not yeah i don't like to i buy do i've been kind of stuff like that i'm guilty i've been kind of like on this kick like i just want to buy really good 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 makeup so that i can use a tiny little bit of yes, it. yes that's great. that's kind of like the kick i've been on so yeah. i kind of like mm. you justify it though if you use it see my thing is is i'll buy a bunch of stuff and i'll try to be trendy and then i'm just like uh, it's not working yeah for the me. green um fenty eyeliner is garbage now see? after you spend 35 dollars on what it i'm yeah, no, so definitely don't do it I'll with that. I'll buy my Wet n Wild, and you can get your $30. Wet n Wild got green. Trust Seriously. me. I'm pretty sure they do. Absolutely. So let's hold, let's go to the salon, because I feel like we got a letter that you wanted to read. Yeah, it's actually a follow-up. Stop it. We're getting follow-ups yes. now to the salon? Did you, somebody come and get a touch-up? Yes. Is this, okay. Right. You know, last time we read this letter from this person named Abby, and yeah. she went back and listened to our advice. You know, I always wondered. I'm like, do you guys go back and listen to the episode where we actually give you the advice. Yeah. Turns out they do. Oh my god, wait, I can't wait to hear it. Okay. So Abby says, hi honey and Carolina, just an update. I couldn't I could not find my ex's address. I did think of writing a letter, too. I did try to call as well, but it kept going to voicemail. So I just wrote an email and hoped that she had the same email address as before. Luckily, she did, and she replied back, apologizing as well. No way! And wishing me all the best as well. Apology does make a difference no matter what, and I'm very glad I did this. Oh! Keep it up, ladies, and huge thank you. You remember Abby, right? Yes, of course. She and was kind of like low-key mean to her ex-girlfriend. Yes, but then she talked to her new current partner, mm -hmm. and she was saying, like, I want to apologize. And we were like, ah, do you go back there? What do you do? My heart is so full, Abby. I'm so glad that it worked out well. You know why? Because now you guys both can move forward. Yeah, and now you don't have—you know what's crazy, Carolina? I've—, I've 
whenever I am on bad terms with someone, my heart feels very heavy. heavy. I don't know if this if this makes sense to anyone. And, it you does. Know, I had a, a bad time, like, with my sister. We didn't speak for months. Like, we had, you know, a really? falling out over a situation with a mutual friend. And I feel like I used to talk to everybody from Gabe to Nooney to everyone who was around me. And I used to be like, I miss my sister. Mm-hmm. I wish we weren't fighting. But you didn't tell her that. Well, I tried, but she just didn't want to talk oh, to me. Oh, okay, okay. But every single day, I felt that heaviness. I felt un- easy it was like a worry yeah of sorts that someone that i loved and somebody i cared for we weren't on good terms so i can understand why someone would go back to an ex and apologize for fucking up pretty much and then feeling like renewed i totally agree and actually because it was my birthday i got so many messages from friends any random person you didn't expect no but one of my dearest friends we had a falling out and it's been almost a year and she reached out to me do you think about it a lot the falling out i do i do yeah and you know what at this point here's the thing i think that sometimes it's better to leave like those things unsaid and and not go back and rehash the reasons why we had the falling out because then you're just going to dig up those old feelings i know people need closure but what i said to her was thank you so much for reaching out to me it meant the world and i said to her i go the best gift that you could ever give me is for us to just talk and we can move forward that's amazing i miss you i love you i think of you often and i hope that we can like move reconnect and she said yes and she goes agree let's you know get on the phone and and try to rekindle this friendship because guys here's the thing life is too short it really is to be out here mad as hell and blocking people and just not talking we're always going to have differences let's sit down let's talk about what bothers you about me what bothers me about you let's agree to disagree and let's just move on but you know what we're also at an age now honey where it's like in my 20s I was so quick to cut people off in my early 30s I was so quick to be like well fuck you then I don't need to talk to you yeah. Th- that's not what life is about it's you have not. to resolve things and there's gonna be there's gonna be disagreements and, yeah. and not everything is gonna be perfect the same way I tell people all the time marriage is a lot of work it is people think like biggest job marriage goals and these mm-hmm. people are so cute and everybody on Instagram makes it seem like it's a it's a trend and it's, it's a lot of work it is and it's you know what it is it's a constant it's a daily thing that you need to maintain and that's why i always say my job is not just as a mother because people think that that takes over my job is as a wife first yeah. because this is the man that i'm going to be with forever so you know what my kids are going to be grown and they're going to go and find their own way they're going to find yeah. the love of their life and they're going to then you'll be alone create their family yes and i don't want to ever lose sight of what this life is about i found my soulmate i found my Aww, partner you better i better keep them yeah because i feel like a lot of people see marriage as like a disposable thing well you it know? can be now it's just like oh well i don't want to work on this anymore goodbye and it's the same thing as friendships yeah you know it's, it's like oh well you screwed me over and you were talking about me with somebody else goodbye newsflash people are gonna fuck up people yeah. are not gonna be perfect well, and you are too Exactly. You know what I mean? And I tell people all the time, you're not perfect. When somebody's telling me like, well, I don't want to mess with this person anymore because they do this, this and that. Let me bring you to reality. You are not perfect either. And that person was probably dealing with things that they didn't like. 
It's true. But there they were being your friend. So it, it's super dope. I'm glad she reconnected with this, her ex. I, it really did. I'm not even being funny. It made my heart so full to know that Me they too. both like addressed it. They're both good. Now you can move on and only beautiful, positive feelings and, and great things are ahead for you, Abby. Oh, Caroline, I feel uh, so fulfilled today. I know, me too. And this it's 80 degrees thing. outside. And we didn't drag anybody today. So we it's didn't. Good. <laughs> only our hair got dragged by this humidity. I know, this humidity Bruh. is no. I mean, look at this. This looks like a like a dead gato. Listen to me. Like you need some oil and I need a wand. Girl, please. Okay, I got to go. We I got to get out of here. Send me more. Uh, send us more emails. Life in Spanglish podcast at gmail.com or follow us on social media. And make sure you follow us, Eli Spanglish, on Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe. I cannot overstress this enough. Don't wait for me and Carolina to post because sometimes we'd be forgetting. But, I know I did But forget. iTunes will remind you. That's right. There's a new episode of Life in Spanglish. Enjoy. Or like my abuelita says, enjoy. <laughs> Good. Perfect. I'm going to edit. Every family has an origin story. One passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.